Well, we're in March. Oh, you, I, I, you know, how many like to be in June? <laughs> oh man, this has been a an old-fashioned winter. I, I can remember. Remember Horton saying he could walk up to the telephone poles and snowbanks were so high. You know. Now we like to reminisce and think back. Um, sign of a dry preacher when you bring water. So I had a chainsaw that I bought recently and and it was working really fine and threw the chain off. And uh, my buddy and I were puzzled because we couldn't get the thing back on. Turns out we had to no, you had to have the brake, the brake on the saw, the, the safety thing. And uh, we were like, what in the world? What in the world? There's, there's something, you know, like, something wrong with this thing, you know. Oh, we have to click this back. Oh, and uh, it's like the light came on, and uh, and I had I had to say this because my friend knows me well enough; he he'd get a kick out of this. So I said, "It's enough to make a preacher swear." And I, I didn't swear, but I just like you know you, you get the meaning, you get the, you get you frustrated, you get you get the you get the moments of. Oh, that never happens to you. Oh, you have a perfect life. You have a, oh, it's good going. It's just, you know, nothing wrong. We never want to admit anything. Is, is, you know, no. How human are we? Very human. Right? We're very human. And we know it. Therefore, we must determine Trust on the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Turn it to the Lord. I can fret over the dumbest things. I can worry about the most trivial things. It, means it, does do, it doesn't do a bit of good. But we admit our humanity. So I don't know, I got another psalm this morning. I got another psalm. We're, we're kind of camping in psalms lately. But I think the psalms have so much to say to us that helps our attitude, our spirit man, our, and I want to focus on our inner man. And I've always had a little challenge just determining or just separating the soul and spirit. You know, some, some writers, commentators, will say that soul is the seat of the emotion. Or whatever that means. But I've always kind of thought the soul was the part of us that never dies. But I know that there is a part of us that will never die. We'll go to God or we go to a place without God. That's the challenge. That's why we need to encourage. That's why we exist. 
That's why God's saving people today, because he does not want them to be separated from him for all eternity. Can we get excited a little bit? Just a little bit? Come on. You see, we're not in this just for ourselves. It's not just about you, you and I. I'm sorry. We love you. God loves you. But it's not totally about you. It's about, it's about, it's about your family. It's about your, their extended family. It's about making inroads into hurting peoples. Hurting people. People that are hurting. People that have been hurt hurt other people. Right? People that are, that are often lashing out have been hurt themselves. They're wounded. We live in a much, and when you start thinking about the world and what was, what's going on in our other places, and we go, my goodness. When will it ever end? And so I turn to the Psalms because David had many, many battles. As you know, if you know anything about King David, he started out as shepherd boy. He started out cultivating this relationship with his God. He knew how to worship. He learned how to, how to praise God. He learned where the strength was. He learned when his men, his own men turned against him when they, when they lost a war, where they, you know, they, they stole, stole, their, stole their wives and, and took off with much stuff. And this man was angry at David. He, he turned to the Lord. He strengthened himself in the Lord. We're not going to get through this on our own strength. We're not going to do as well unless we have the Lord. So bless the Lord. Psalm 103, we're going to call this God is in control. Another, another title, if you want to think about it, is God is on the throne. I believe that. God is on the throne. And he sees exactly what is happening in this world right now, and he will take care of people. That are evil. Because he's sovereign. We're going to look at that. It's in this chapter. He says, bless the Lord, verse 1. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And so it's our soul, man. You see, the battle is not necessarily... It is happening in our world, but the battle often is right in here. Are you with me? The battle goes on in the mind. In your soul, in, in your emotions, that there is a struggle, and this is where God comes down and puts His finger on you. He says, "Don't worry, child. I'll be with you. Just praise me. Look to me. That's where your strength is. Find it. You find it through the avenue of praise. And if you don't have an instrument, praise Him with your hands." Clap, verbally shout, wherever you may, praise in the shower on the way to work. You see, the good thing is that you don't have to, you're not performing, you're not, you're not just, you know, it's, it's a matter of your heart reaching up to the Lord. Praise to the Lord will help us stay up. 
Praising the Lord will help you and I have the victory. The Psalm, Psalm 34, 1 and 2 said, I will bless the Lord at all times, not only when things are going well, but when all things. Oh boy, when the test comes. I had a friend, he, 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 he had found the Lord and he, he was, he was, his vocabulary was changed. So he would be laying blocks together. I noticed he would say, oh, sugar. That's a pretty good replacement for the other word. Jesus does that. Changes the inside so that we can be better what comes out of our mouth. Because God is calling us to a different level and a right relationship with him. You see, we don't always have to know. We know when the Lord speaks to us. We don't always have to know the whole Bible. That'll take your lifetime. Keep speaking and reading. But sometimes God puts something in your heart. You have a conviction. You have a conviction about it. And that's a good thing. It's an anchor that keeps you. See, this is where we pray for our young people. They're not going to have mom and dad tell them what they're going to do all their life. They're not going to be someone. There's not always even going to be a friend there to say that's not good. It's going to have to come from within, within their heart. And this is what the scripture Proverbs is train up a child in the way they should go when the older will not depart. See, well, they will remember when they get older, when they get in a tough spot. Or they're like the prodigal son who found himself eating pig food. He found himself thinking back to what it was like to be at his home in his father's place. And he had a change of heart and he got, he, he got up the nerve and he, he put his will aside. He put his pride aside. He said, I will go back to my father. And that's what it's all about, friends. It's not how we start in this thing, it's how we finish. If we, we messed up, we admit it, God says, oh, that's what I needed to hear because now I can move in you. Now we get, we get this pride out of the way. My soul, bless the Psalm 34, 1 and 2, bless the Lord at all times. His praise, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear it and rejoice. See, verse 2 Point one is benefits. How many know it pays off to serve the Lord? How many know that you, you are going to have a richer life and you will have a, a future, there's a benefit, but we know heaven is awaits for those who believe, but what, what about the time right now until we get to heaven? Are there benefits for us now? Yes, because he answers. He pardons all our iniquities. That's huge. Later in the chapter, he says he removes them as far as the east is from the west. That's a benefit. That's a huge thing because the enemy will want to remind you, you did this, you think you're so good. And we read on. He heals, who heals all your diseases, verse 3. I, I want to I think about this for a while. He heals us 
from all our diseases. God is still healing people today. Some will say, well, I may be asked, well, why doesn't he heal everyone? He's God. He's sovereign. He's not a puppet on a string, but I know he does honor faith. And he does honor humility. Sometimes the greatest healing, besides the physical, is this, I don't know, sometimes I think I think it is. The greatest healing is an awakening that I actually know I'm lost, therefore I know I can't save myself. Having the idea that you are the only one true God. That's eye-opening in our world that we live in today. There are so many other things coming down the pike that have to do with something that you know, makes you spiritual. But what spirit is that? We want the only true God. Jesus Christ is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And I believe with all my heart that David found that, that comfort that knowing that he was in the Lord's hands when he had a King Saul after his life out to destroy him. The benefit that he had was that the Lord was on his side. He crowns us. Skipping, I skipped over verse 4. Part of, Who redeemed your life from the pit? What is that? Redemption has to do with he paid a price. I deserved the pit. I deserved eternity without God, but he paid the price so that I could spend eternity with him. It's a benefit to serve the Lord. We know that heaven awaits for those people that will trust in him, but until the day right now, I believe that people that walk with Jesus will have a healthier life because we have the blessing of the Lord on our lives. And then we think about all the stuff that could happen when we get to some, oh my goodness, what if this happens? What if that happens? And all of a sudden we think, oh, we've got to have insurance. And I mean, like, we're insurance tax. We're over the, this over the, over the, over the top. Are you there? We've got so much we can be concerned about. And okay, whatever the Lord leads you, but there's benefits Can we live with faith? Yes. Are, is God asking us to have a perfect life? Or is God saying we're going to have a perfect life? No. But God says, I'm your healer. And so can we believe today that God is going to heal even in our time, in our situation? There is a need or healing, even in your body. I, I would dare say if you had, you know, the time to express a need, there would be need through the day. Now why don't we start to think about being healed? Why don't we start to think, I am being healed? Why don't we start to believe God, God, you are 
my healer, and we are believing you will keep us from the affliction. How many things that, you know, we, uh, here, I hear this a lot. I, I still haven't had my smell back from cold. I still haven't got my taste back. Weird stuff. Why don't we just pray against that? Oh, Lord, restore my taste. Simple. Why don't we just believe for it? You know, oftentimes as we, we see scripture, Jesus would heal people. He always asked them something like, what do you want me to do for you? So we have to be specific. So I don't want to take the time to talk about all my little aches and pains. It's no big deal. It's just, Lord, I think you well, let me nicely clear that up. Okay. I had a cyst, this is a few years ago, on the top of my foot. A little cyst showed up. What in the world is this all about? I said, Lord, just take care of it. I just forgot about it. And one day I said, well, this is not even there. Well, thank you, Lord. I forgot. I'm sorry. I forgot. If we live just like, just like the Lord, just like the Lord, he uses as we go, as you were going along. When the enemy tried to put this on you, God, but God, that's, the one, that's another point. That's my second point. But, the point one is, we're but, we're but dust. No, that's point two, I'm sorry. I'm all mixed up today. Let's get it straight. Benefits. See, I had to get the words. All to start with the word, letter B. So that you and I can remember it better. Benefits. Not only you get forgiven, but I believe that God can help you and I forgive others. Okay? That's huge. What will that do for you? It will heal your emotion. Bitterness is not good. Right? Actually can make you sick. The Hebrew describes it. Uh, strengthen the joints the limb that's lame, something like that, and then he says, see to it that no root of bitterness springs up. And so what, what the Lord can help us to do is forgive. Put it past, put it, put it behind you. We're going to move on. And we become... We become right and reconciled in, in a relationship. There are many, there's much need in our families today, in our, ho- in our homes, in our society. There's much need for that very thing right there. A need to understand and to have uh, reconciliation. So, how, how good it is to have the Lord. Now I know Vernon, he has been doing a great job. He started us out in, in the book of Habakkuk last week, Wednesday. 
Habakkuk or Habakkuk. Either one works. It's in the Old Testament. It's a, one of the mo- small books, minor prophet. And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna borrow a thought from. He hasn't got that far yet. So Vernon, forgive me if I get ahead of my yourself. I have appreciated this little verse tucked away, Habakkuk 3, 17 and 18. This is a part where the prophet Habakkuk is, is, is adjusting his attitude. He says, though the fig tree should not blossom, and there be no fruit on the vines, Though the yield of the olives should fail and the fields produce no food, though the flock should be cut off from the fold and there be no cattle in the stalls, yet I will exult in the Lord. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. Friends, It may not be what it used to be. Our world is a different place than it was when we knew knew it growing up. And it was crazy then too. But it's even crazy, as you know. So what's our attitude? How, How do we cope with this? How do we deal with this? And part of the answer is right here. Yet I will exult. Yet I choose to praise him. Yet I will rejoice because I look past the now, the temporary. I look past the situation and I put my heart upon the sovereign one. Who after a few years should he carry will not even be a moment or a blimp in eternity. This whole life if we live to be 100 or 200 will be but a blimp, a blimp. Remember when you were young and you're outside, you were kid, little little kids, or you know, you just every everything was new, and we had little Tonka toys, and we used to make little you know pits and dig holes, and horses fell into them. We had life, we had stuff going on every day. There was. Dad and mom were there. It was memories. It was life. In yeah, you know, TV came along. Well, there was, a, you know, we old westerns and all that old stuff. And some of you guys remember that. And you said, "Well, that's just not the same anymore." Listen, there are many farmers who had to be forced out of the dairy industry and on and on. There's no cattle in the stalls. You see empty barns across our land. You see the things that have changed. You see the things that we're wondering about our livelihoods. You're wondering how we're going to make it. God is saying, here I am. Look to me. This is not new. This is, this is, Temporal stuff. And so God is giving us so much more than we even deserve. And secondly, besides his benefits, he reminds us that we're but dust. He reminds us that the psalmist 
reminds us again how short this life is, how temporal this life is, verse 14. For he himself knows our frame. It's kind of a New America standard. It's kind of, yeah. What do you mean? He knows our frame. He knows who you are. He knows how you're built. He knows how you're what? He knows how you think. He knows what concerns you. Even as another psalm talks about it this way is Psalm 139. Oh Lord, thou search me, knows, he knows me, he I, he knows when I sit down, he knows when I rise up. Never caught yourself wandering, daydreaming. Yeah, a couple of you know, it happens happens more often than you care to admit. The Lord knows you you this 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 is the, this happens to me. I'll sit and read the scripture and oh my goodness, I'm processing other things. I gotta I gotta yeah. Go back, back up. The Lord knows your good intentions. He knows your desire, but he knows also that you fall short. Claim with all my ways. Even before there's a word on my tongue. Have you ever had a hard time verbalizing a prayer? It's like, hmm. Lord, I don't have the words. You know what's good about not even having the words? He knows the intentions of your heart. And then it's really what gets us encouraged as the Lord prays through us, the scriptures talk about it in Romans, that he intercedes through us. The Holy Spirit, when you don't know how to pray, words beyond, uh, pray beyond words, even utterances that are even with groaning. What needs to be our focus? How, do we, how are we dealing with the, the increase in prices? I don't like it. No one likes it. But we're, gonna, we're not going to let it destroy us. We're not going to let us let it. You see, what money can't buy the Lord. Money can't buy peace. Right? Only the Lord, and we are rich when we have him. You see, when it all gets to the end of our life, when it's all said and done, when, when everything has come to an end, could we say this in our heart? I have no regret. I have run the race. I have kept the faith. I have finished strong. I have lived well. I have trusted in the Lord, and Ecclesiastes 12, 13 concluded, with all the ups and downs of life, all the uncertainties of life, 
all the riches that a man could have, all the stuff that he could have would never satisfy the inner man. Only peace with God. The conclusion was this that Solomon wrote, when all's been heard is fear God and keep his commandments. Fear God and keep his commandments. Fear God and keep... We've, in our society, we have went in reverse when it comes to the fear of God, the respect of the authority. It used to be that people, it was natural, was was given. There was more place to honor. But now there has just been this, this switch to conclude all other gods. And it's destroying. It's very destructive and misleading. There's only one God. And so I say this with, with, with the fear of God. I will stand someday to give an account. for how I lived my life and how I treated people around me. And so therefore I can turn over and I can sleep well if I have a surrendered heart. You, you can't put a price tag on it. Have peace. You can't put a price tag knowing that your children are going to be kept by the hand of God. You can't put a price tag on that. This life is so, we could be here today and gone tomorrow, but we, are no, we know that there is life everlasting, and as at verse 15, we're like grass comes up, flowers of the field. I bought my wife flowers. Why, goodness, if they didn't wither in not two, three days. Well, what's with that? Maybe we ought to go to the, The, they look good. But it says, how many of you bought something brand new? You painted this wall and all of a sudden, well, for goodness sake, if it didn't get scratched. Or if it's just, it's already rusty. That's because we live in this world. It's dust. We come, uh, we come out of the ground because God breathed into man. We're dirt balls, guys. They're dirt balls. Come on. We're not as smart as we maybe think we are. We don't deserve sometimes what God gives to us. Right? But God. It leads me to the last point. Benefits, but dust, but God. And this is what we want to end today. Verse 19, the Lord has established his throne in the heavens. His sovereignty rules. His sovereignty rules. Sovereignty is that which God himself 
He knows the beginning to the end. He will have the last say. Every knee shall bow. Sovereignty has to do with God in control of everything. When men take their stand, as the psalmist said in the early parts, it was Psalm 2, God actually laughs at what men are trying to come up with. He's in control. All things are in his hands. When Daniel, there again, Vernon helped us understand the book of Daniel recently. Chapter 2, I'm going to borrow a little bit of a portion of that. Wonderful. Daniel was one of those guys that didn't buckle under pressure and who God had honored. God made a difference for Daniel because he, his heart was, was pure toward that he was hungry. He wanted to do it God's way. He was no compromise. And listen to the words chapter 2, 19 to 23. This is right after Nebuchadnezzar had this dream. He didn't know what in the world to make of it. All the other guys, the magicians, so forth, couldn't come up with it. Daniel came up with it. Then Daniel answered, said, Let the name of, the God, the name of God be blessed forever and ever. For wisdom and power belong to him. It is he who changes the times. And the epochs has to do with seasons. It is he who changes the times and the seas. He removes kings and establishes kings. He gives wisdom to wise men, knowledge to men of understanding. It is he who reveals the profound and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness, and the light dwells with him. To thee, O God of my fathers, I give thanks and praise, for thou hast given me wisdom and power. Even now thou hast made known to me what we requested of thee, for thou hast made known to us the king's matter. So he's speaking for the interpretation. He's giving God the credit that he was able to interpret the dream. Friends, there's no one other like him. There is none other than our God whom we worship. He is in control. He is in control of the world, even as things are bad, things are bad. He's not causing that, but he knows that all is going to happen. And he has a plan. He has a plan to build his church in the midst of chaos. He has a plan to save the lost, to seek those who are looking in the midst. You see, when the storms of life come, and they will come, seasons, storms come, and storms go, it causes us to realize that we are in such a battle, we cannot do it on our own. Therefore, I will seek the God of heaven. Daniel decided in his heart, early on as a young man, that he would not defile himself 
with certain foods that were offered him. And he would not bow down as a young man along with his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. By the way, those were the, the, the heathen names that Nebuchadnezzar had given to the Hebrew children. And so often, if you look at the history of Israel, they were often caught the things that are disobedience caught up with them. And God would discipline them with heathen nations, put them in bondage to get them to remember. And they would go for years. And then there would be another king that would come along or somehow God would get them out of it and start again. I don't know how God does it. How long-suffering is he? More than I could ever be. I'm glad I'm not in control. Hallelujah. Well, it's a good thing we're not in control, and he is. It's a good thing because there's a lot of things that maybe we would do that would not be maybe so good. But with the help of the Lord, but God, it really chimes in the little letter that Paul wrote to the book to the church of Ephesus. I didn't have this in my notes, so don't try to find it. You can if you'd like. Ephesians chapter two. Here's the picture. Paul is saying to the church of Ephesus, Ephesians two one, you were dead, you were like away from me, unconcerned. You formerly walked, formerly, you used to walk. In the course of this world, there is a, a worldly course. There's a course that this world is on. It's, it's going to be destroyed. It's destruction. It's destructive. According to the prince of the power of the air, of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience, Among them, we too all formerly live. He's, he's, he's talking about their past. He's talking what they were saved out of. Indulging the desires of the flesh and the mind were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. Then he goes on and says, but God. That's something you can take home with you today. Everything may look like, wow, what are we going to do? But God. But God, being rich in mercy, because of his great love, which he loved us, even when we were dead, and he goes on to describe how that by grace we have been saved. You and I may not be able to change. It's out of our hands. We can't we feel helpless. But there's a song, and I'm not, I haven't quite learned it yet. Anna, Anna will just sing it. The Breath of Heaven song. I wanted to sing it today, but it didn't work out. But it says, find me on my knees in the middle of the storm. I will fear no evil. I rod and I stand. Friends, 
We've got to cling to him. You may have a, you may have a, feel like there's a ship going to be wrecked. Feel like your ship is going to run the rocks. It's an anchor. His name is Jesus. And your inner man, sometimes there's moments where you feel so overwhelmed that you just wonder why, why does God even, why did God bother to make all this? Wonder what in the world is this the end? Jesus talked about when you see the birth pangs, all the stuff, war and rumors of wars. I want to say to you and I today, the Lord is here to say, come, come unto me, look to me, fix your eyes on me. I am the Savior yesterday, today, and forever. All the things that are happening around us and strange us, they, they challenge us, they wonder where it's only going to get worse. Is it really? Yeah. Well, how? maybe it will get better and then it will get worse. But I don't know, but I know this. Jesus is not taken off guard. He knows how it is right now. He knows what's going on in the earth. He knows that the enemy has sown tears come to kill, destroy. Let's not let the enemy steal our joy today. Let's not let the enemy steal our, our faith. Let's let God be who he is. Let's believe that he's going to be with you. But this week there will be moments that you will have victory. And I want to encourage you. Take the time to praise him. Take some moments to worship him. And allow yourself to let your spirit, man, your soul, man, in you, let your spirit, man, get stronger. Man, pray in the spirit. Pray with the understanding, but you can also pray in the spirit as the Lord gives the utterance. Amen. We'll sing it again. We'll get started now on this right chord, hopefully. It just, again, reminds me of my humanity and my need for him.